This episode of Youth Ministry Booster Podcast is brought to you by Grow Curriculum. Grow Curriculum, not just good curriculum, a great strategy to grow your youth ministry. See what a thousand other churches have learned, that when you go with Grow, your youth ministry grows, and so do you. Visit youthministrybooster.com and click the Curriculum tab to see how you can get Grow and Youth Ministry Booster coaching and mastermind network for one amazing price. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Ministry Booster. This is one of those that gets recorded live on Facebook and then shared with our listening audience. And so if you're catching this on the replay, know there may be some interactions and conversations happening with some Facebook comments, but you should check it out. If you follow the Ministry Booster page, you can always find out when the next live recording will be so that you can be involved in the recording and making of these great episodes, which is why Chad and Higgins, speaking of making great episodes, Summer TV, what are we watching? Because all the good shows have gone off the air for the spring. Are we binging on Netflix? Are we catching up on old shows? How are you spending your time watching TV in the summer? Since, Chad, you're at home on paternity leave from Booster, and Kristen, you're about to be on maternity leave later this summer. So what are we filling our TV hours with? Well, so Martha and I, we don't we don't have cable, so we always just – we're a streaming family. And so, <laughs> um, Is that a religious decision or a political decision? That's – I don't want to pay $140 for something Fair. I'm not going to ever watch. <laughs> Um, you know, I spend most of my time streaming Twitch these days. Oh my God. Um, it's not so, even, it's not even real. <laughs> yeah, dude. Listen, I don't know what it is. Me watching somebody play a video game. I mean, the highlight. Like, I, yeah. Just watching somebody play Fortnite for hours, man. Oh my God. How can you, you not are, go wrong with that? Chad Higgins, our youth ministry booster coach. I was going to say, you are in the right field here. (laughs) Yeah, like, what's a job that I can get paid to watch Fortnite? What's worse than playing Fortnite? Watching somebody else play Fortnite. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I don't don't understand what the thing is. Get on the bandwagon. What the kids are into. If you don't know about Ninja playing with Drake, I don't know where you've been the last <laughs> yeah, six uh, months. You know, it's the biggest album that Drake's dropped in the last three years. <laughs> uh, Kristen, let's go help us out. What are you watching? You know, I don't want to sound like one of those people. Like I don't watch TV. I want to watch TV. I do. I, it, everything within me wants to watch TV. To watch. There just never seems to be the time for it. So. I, you can find me watching Shark Tank, <laughs> catching it. I love reruns of The Office. I love reruns of Friends. And that's about all I'm into because I can't even devote myself to a show because I can't keep up with the show and I have no time to watch a show. You know, there's just no no TV time in my life. Not because I'm a, a snob. I want to watch it. I want to give myself to TV. I just, okay. there is just no time. And it's very sad. It's very sad for me. It's just not happening. Mm. I got it. I got into some old uh, reruns of Cheers lately. See, and that's Netflix. what I need to do. I that's need to make the awesome. jump to Netflix because we still have yeah. cable and um, there's nothing on. Nothing. Yeah, get out of there. I know. Get out of there. <laughs> no, just. 
Yeah, get then, out of there. This yeah. episode is brought to you by Netflix and Hulu. I tell all the time. Thing. We need yeah. to just get rid of it. It's because he needs to watch ESPN, Sports Center, and that 24 oh. hours a day. So he, 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 he can get Sling TV and fix all that. So, so you guys are supposed to help me out because I'm stuck on uh, Isaiah's on Kid Loop for all of his kid shows. And I just need someone to save me from Blaze and the Monster Machines and Paw Patrol. <laughs> and here, here, you guys, here you guys are go, telling me go. that nothing news, nothing news on TV. So great. Nothing Thank you very much. New. We're real excited, though. The Blaze and the Monster Machines uh, Season 7, Episode 3 drops next week, and they're all going to become a robot machine. So pretty exciting. Oh, that's, that's exciting. That's exciting. I had this like mental image of going over to your house to see you and your kids not being there, but you still sitting in the living room. <laughs> Just like playing with the toys, like, like reenacting the episode. That's it. That's what we love. That's what we love. <laughs> you miss come on in here you're missing singing the theme song over and over <laughs> oh but hey it is summer though and i do think for a lot of folks like life the pace of life the routine the rhythm of life changes whether it's because of school stuff or vacation time or whatever we're working on things are just a little bit different and i think for youth ministry especially it changes for the life of our volunteers and so chad and Kristen. Like, I think this is the season when a lot of us feel like our volunteers, like, just lose motivation. Either it's like they're checking out or they're finding ways to check out or it's like that Sunday morning or that midweek text of like, hey, not going to make it. Like, how, how do we how do we handle that in this? Like, like, I feel like this is like the season that, like, if you are maybe planning a little bit extra, you're feeling like you're not getting the response back that you were hoping to get. So. Help us a little bit, like, why is this season so difficult? Why do adult volunteers seem to drop off in this season or, like, not show up, right? Like, this is the season where, like, they just stop coming. So help us out. Paint the picture. Chad Higgins, paint the picture. Uh, Kristen Color in the lines. Let us know. Well, I, I think let's start with ourselves and, and re- remember and remind ourselves that – um, while for us in our occupation, things drastically change from like school years to summer for some of these people, especially if they don't have kids, life marches like, on. <laughs> it's just another yeah. Tuesday of work. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and so they've got work and all that kind of stuff. And so for many student ministries, they're like, um, time that they're wanting from their leaders is like ramping up. But our leaders aren't getting extra time, right? Like they're not out of school unless you have, you know, like a teacher or something like that uh, that may have some of those months off. And so I think we have to be mindful of our own expectations, what we're asking, and and just remember yeah. where they're at in their life, right? That I think that that can help us a whole lot uh, moving into to summer's months. And so asking ourselves, what are what are my expectations? What do I want of of my leaders, those kind of things. So Kristen, I would love to hear from you for your ministry over the summer months. What are some of the like expectations? What are you? Yeah. And I was sharing with you guys before we're doing something different this summer than I've done in the past. Usually I just take a complete break from small groups. And so the leader being present at uh, our midweek is not as vital. I need leaders here. I need adults in the room. I need people to help. But it wasn't as vital of a role because I think, you know, and I think that's kind of where you're going is we, you know, it doesn't really bother me a ton that they um, slightly check out during the summer. Um, I think it's, 
I think it's okay. I don't think there's anything um, that makes me like, oh, you're not committed and, you know, what's wrong with you? I kind of feel like summer is a month that it's like, hey, like, love you to be here. I understand you're on vacation. I understand you got kids stuff going on. I understand you, you know, have trips planned and all of that. And I think the more understanding we can be of their um, schedule. My husband likes to remind me a lot. He's like, Kristen, this is this is your life. It's not their life. It's a part of their life. Yeah. And, you know, you need to, because sometimes in the past, I'd get really frustrated, like, guy, like, they made a commitment and I need them here and they're so this. And, you know, I would get <laughs> mad and he would say, yeah, but you wake up thinking about this. Think of everything yeah. they wake up thinking about. And this is not probably number one on their list like it is for you. It consumes your world and think of how many moving pieces and parts they have to their world. So one thing is number one, I just try to be really flexible and understanding during the summer is like, hey, want you here, love you here. Um, I'm going to design programs so that your role is not vital. And then I don't have to get super bummed if you're not. And this year, I am going to continue small groups through the summer, try something a little bit different. But one thing um, that's really helpful if you can, if you, I know um, recruiting volunteers and keeping your staff is hard enough, but my goal is to have two small group leaders in every small group. And then it's not ride or die for that one leader. So it's like yeah. <laughs> every single group when you have two adults in if there. If you're not here, who's going to be? Yeah, yeah. And then I end up leading like an eighth grade boy small group and want to like, ah, we're ending right now. This this is not working. Right. So, um, game over. Yeah, everyone leave. <laughs> Bye. So, you know, when you have two small group leaders per group, I think that gives the leaders the freedom and the flexibility of like, man, like there's not so much pressure on my shoulders to be here um, throughout the summer if I need to take a break, if I need to go on vacation, yeah. like the machine will still run without me. Um, so just being flexible, being understanding. And then also, um, it's a great time to incorporate some fun, I think, for your leaders. You know, I tell my leaders all the time, I like you guys. You know, I consider some of them some of my greatest friends. You know, I genuine, genuinely enjoy hanging out with them. But in the hustle and bustle of midweek and church and all that, like my time and attention ends up going to parents and students and, you know, the crisis of the moment. And so I try to create some um, margin in summer of like, let's just be friends. Like, let's hang out outside of youth group. Like, this is designed for you. We're not inviting kids. There's no students. You're not paying. There's no expectation. We are just going to have a good time. And I think that can kind of refuel us yeah. for, because once fall hits, um, you know, I know everyone has a different busy season, but fall is like our go time. Um, you know, and then okay. I think they're a little bit refreshed for like, um, all right, let's, let's do this. So I think it's really important to be friends with your leaders, um, though, too, you know, I think that's energizing in and of itself. You know, we, we always say, have relationships with your students, relationships, relationships, relationships. Like that's a, that's our big like leadership push, but what are our relationships like with our leaders? Do we take time to, yeah. because I always tell parents, the love language of a student is fun. You have fun with them. Yeah. They're going to open up to you. We can apply that also to our leaders. You know, are we laughing? Are we playing? Are we building memories? Are we having inside jokes? Are we having the times where we're 
off the clock and just being not Pastor Kristen, Zach or Chad, but friend and like let's let's have a good time. Yeah. Well, just go back through and check your texts and emails, right? When was the last time you sent them a funny text or a funny email and not just a request right. for like, hey, will you cover this or be here? And if it is if it is literally anything other than one-to-one, then pump the brakes. Like if it is – if you are asking more than you are like relating and pastoring them, the only thing that I would add, Kristen, and like so instead of just being like – and I think it's important to have a relationship with them, one of the things that I think is really critical, at least – depending on the context you're in is pushing them back to have connections with other like adults and peers. And so like for us in the summer, like we, we encourage our adult leaders if they're taking some time off to be connected with another like adult, like life group or Sunday school class or whatever, because if their whole life blood into the church is the relationship with me as youth pastor and our students, that's a really thin relationship for um, you know, a married couple with kids or someone who's in their thirties and forties that's volunteering. Like, like the kids aren't your friends. The kids are your ministry. And so like you need to have like peer relationships, right. people that are, you know, going through like job change or like crisis at work or like raising children. Cause like, I want to be there for you, but I can't be the youth minister and your pastor. And that's one of the things that's really important is like, you can minister to them, but like you're there to minister like and be youth minister. It's hard to be both youth minister and adult pastor all the time. Like, like I want to love them as my volunteer. It can muddy the water sometime if you're trying to be both their ministry leader and their like personal pastor. And mm-hmm. so Again, it's it's not always perfect. It's not always easy. But if if there's not a space or a time or a way for your adult leaders to have the kinds of community that they're hoping to lead for your youth, then push that back on them of like, listen, like come here on a Sunday, but don't hang out with the youth. Find some other adults to connect with. Or if you're going to be a part of this, great. But let's have some time that you're also like being, you know, fed. And I, I can't, you can't do all the feeding. I guess where the youth pastor can feel really burnt from both ends is both trying to like feed the students and feed their leaders. There are other ministry groups, leaders and pastors in your church on staff that should be helping like feed and equip your adult leaders beyond just you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. You know, one of the things that I think helps motivate leaders a lot is continuing to remind them the mm. why we do things. Because I think for a lot of adults, especially during the summer months, like go back to what Kristen was saying, like this love language of students is fun, right? But for adults, we may not equate that. And so I think for some of our adults that don't completely understand everything we do in student ministry, having another water balloon yeah. fight yeah. for them, you know what I mean? To come to, they're like oh my gosh, I've, I've got enough things on my schedule. My kids got, you know, their own sports camp this week, all of those kind of things that are adding onto, you know, their plate. And so if we continue to remind them, like, not just, Hey, there's a picnic in the park this Wednesday, but this is why we're doing the picnic in the park and giving them real clear expectations of Rather than, hey, I need somebody to like dip out potato <laughs> right, salad right. for 35 minutes, right? Like them understanding, hey, we're trying to connect with our students' friends to get them plugged into small groups because we believe that those will be yeah. life-changing for students. When they understand that's the reason for the picnic rather than just – Come sit out in this yeah. blistering hot sun right. for two hours and watch these kids play volleyball. Like that gives them more motivation than like, 
this is just another task, another thing. Uh, well, but it's, what, it's what you shared in the pre-show as well, Chad, uh, about ma- making space for not just them to have fun, but their whole family. Say more about that, about like the water bloom fight that's that's yeah. like for them and not just yeah. of them. Absolutely. So I, I think one of the big motivators is not only understanding why we do things, but being cared for. I mean, you think about, okay, so the great example is think back when you were in high school. There was probably a teacher somewhere along the way, whether it was middle school, high school for you, if you had a good education experience, that that teacher like truly cared for you, right? Knew you, all those kind of things. You probably most likely had better grades in that class, were much more, you know, concerned of the work, all of those kind of things. That principle is so, so true in student ministry. When our leaders know that we care for them, love them, and aren't just looking for somebody to do a task, then motivation Mm -hmm. goes way, way up. And so one of the biggest ways I think to do this is if you care for someone's kids. So many youth, so many youth volunteers have small kids or maybe even young kids in your student ministry. Don't miss the opportunity in you trying to minister to like students that are coming to minister to your leaders' kids, making it easy for them to attend. Whether you've got to jump through an extra hoop to provide like childcare or even getting creative and creating spaces at these fun events for your leader's kids. And so, you know, one of the things that we would do, like every summer we did this massive slip and slide. At the church when we were in Norman, we had this big hill behind the church. We set up, you know, like big visqueen, that kind of stuff. Well, our leader's little kids wanted to come to this, right? So we would always take time. Hey, 30 minutes before our event starts, we're going to have, you know, leader, you know, kid time. And so they're able to go through it, that kind of deal. The great thing about that is my leaders got there early, right? And so they were all there with, yeah, all that kind of stuff. And then we let them know, like, hey, once the event's happening, we've got, you know, Stephanie here. She's going to be taking care of all the kids. They're going to be going and getting snow cones, that kind of stuff, like, while all that's happening. And so now you're able to, like, care for their family, those kind of things. And I I think when we're thinking about, hey, how do we care for our leaders' families, um, that lets them know that, one, we've not only thought about the event, we've thought about them. Right. I mean, think about yourself, Zach. Let's imagine you were volunteering for something. You got two small boys. Your wife loves to be involved in stuff. Imagine going to something and somebody had thought through how to make sure that your kids had a fun and safe experience while you're there. Right. Like that makes you want to be there more. Uh, and well, it makes you and feel that be there longer. And, too. and like, that's I one of, that's one of the things that I think for like so that, many people, they feel pinched right? in because every hour that I'm not home, like, in some ways I'm not helping with the kids. And so if my kids are there, then I feel like I can do both, especially if it's something that is re- as relational or communal as a cookout or a volleyball thing or a slip and slide or whatever. Like, right. I mean, it's the reason we have volunteers when we have volunteers during program hours because there's childcare, right? Like, yeah, and and half the time, if right. my leaders are late, it's because it took them a while to get checked into childcare. <laughs> like that's 
Right. Well, and and here's another thing that you you don't think about often, but in opportunities like that, it allows your youth students to see um, your volunteers be great moms and great dads, right? Which is an important lesson to learn. For some of these students, that's never been modeled to them, right, at home. And so for them to be able to see that, um, and see a fun environment that is great for them developmentally. And hopefully that's what we're aiming towards, right? That they're great parents, great godly parents as they, they so grow up and it get, sounds get like older, you older guys, Your demographic of your volunteers is uh, young families. Um, is that – what would you say, like, what is your breakdown of demographic – uh, I, I would say that's half. I, I would say half half of my leaders are either with young kids or kids that are either in or just about to be in youth, and then at the other half are maybe like maybe young married with no kids or not married or folks that have had kids already kind of grow up through, and they're kind of on the tail end of like, well, my kids just graduated. I'm really here to help serve because I love you know what this youth group meant for my kids, and so I think it's I think it's kind of that mix. What about you for you, Kristen? Yeah, I'm hearing you guys and I'm thinking like, man, yeah, I've never even thought about having, you know, their kids. But then I'm like, well, wait a minute. I only have one volunteer that has young kids. I guess that's why. Okay. Um, Okay. You know, (laughs) are most of yours like, like childless? Most of my volunteers, you know, my throughout the years, you know, that demographic goes up and down and changes. There was one point where I was the youngest person on my staff. (laughs) That's not the case anymore. But most of my volunteers are in the... 19 to 23 range and they want you know i think you know we pay our leaders kind of what you guys are saying so much in our you know you pay a volunteer with with your relationship obviously and it's like they want to go to chipotle at 10 o'clock after youth group and then they want to you know go you know they keep begging me see star wars together or whatever go plan an escape room for us we want to do an escape room okay like i'll do that and (laughs) hey we want to do like a really fun game night like we want to play all the games we play at youth group but without kids and so no kids (laughs) i planned like a whole like youth group game night like what i would plan for kids but we got to play because my leaders volunteer like I hit all like messy like, all games? Over the church and turned off all the lights and you That's know great. <laughs> oh that they, is amazing they wanna, you know I think we we meet them where they're at you know so if I had a, a group of yeah. you know thirty five to right. forty five year olds that all had kids my events would probably look a lot different for my leaders but my leaders they're the ones who I have to tell them no you can't volunteer for this game it has to be a kid because I'll say I need a volunteer <laughs> to get like pie in the face and they're like Kristen baby you know <laughs> they want to play and I'll like, I'll do some leader rounds of games, but you know, oh I always God. tell Just, them, Hey, like we're going to do kids and they'll whisper in my ear, please do a leader round. Please do a leader round. Oh you know? Kristen and her 20 year old middle schoolers here. And you know what? And I love, I love the gamut. Like I love having the 60 year old, you know, and I love having the 20 year old. I love having a wide range. I just have found myself in this season. I have tons of young leaders, which is a bummer because they can't drive kids anywhere with our insurance policy, unfortunately. But, um, (laughs) 
Kristen, Kristen has volunteers for days, but she can't get a van driver no, to say relax. No, I have to ask that. parents <laughs> because our insurance policy won't let anyone under 25 drive students. But, That's um, you know, so, you know, meeting them, like, what is your demographic? What do your leaders want from you? And listen to them. What do they need? Um, you know, because, Chad, if I were one of your volunteers, I would so appreciate, like, oh, I could bring my daughter and I don't have to, like... Thanks for wanting to have fun with me, Chad, but uh, you're making it hard because I don't know what to do with my kid and it doesn't fit into, you know, and so finding what, what meets them and listening to um, where are they at? What are they, what are they wanting from us? But we definitely do pay them through relationship and it's amazing the bonds that happen within the team of, and, and this helps with recruiting too. If your team has a reputation for, man, the junior high ministry is always having fun. Man, the leaders are always having a good time. They're always posting so much fun stuff on their Instagram about what they're doing. You know, my camp, I have to turn leaders away and it's killing me because they all want to go because we just have this reputation for your, if you come to anything as a leader, you're going to have a dang good time. And um, I find ways to treat them or, you know, all the kids go to bed and we all do snack fest at camp. Everyone brings a bunch of junk and we, you know, sit around a campfire while the kids are sleeping and just, you know, or go night rafting, you know, while the kids are sleeping, like, just like super fun stuff. I, I didn't do night rafting, but if if you're a student if you're a student listening to this right now and you're going to Kristen's camp you're yeah, well supervised fine. at night no, there, no, wor- no it, way it, they're yeah. down the river all if of the adults are gone PM, it's fine it's kind of your fault the nurse what are you doing at 11:30 from the night raft yeah be asleep <laughs> that'll teach you Oh, Kristen, where were you Eating guys at? We were a mile and a half down the river oh my gosh. well no, but I I think what we've been hitting is like dead on the head of the nail, right? Like knowing your leaders, knowing how they're cared for and finding ways through this summer to be with them relational is huge. Oftentimes I think as youth ministers, we think about the summertime being relationally like huge for our students. It's also opportunities for our leaders. Drop by their place of work and take them, you know, a cup of coffee. Those kind of things, when you're out and about and able to do those kind of things, are huge. Meet them where they're at, love on them, let them know why we're doing the things that you're doing. And those are great ways to like motivate, encourage, inspire your leaders. If you want better leaders, more excited leaders, you need to have well loved and encouraged leaders. And that's the secret to getting more leaders. The better you take care of the ones you have now, the more you'll have for later. Because it's true. If a leader is well-loved, they're going to tell others it's the place to be and happen and thing. So thanks for listening to this week's episode. We'll catch you back in a couple weeks when we go live again for Facebook Fun Times. And so until then, this has been the Crew Youth Ministry Booster brought to you by Night Rafting Media. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll catch you guys soon. That's that's Pass the Dorito.
I'm gonna show you things you've never seen.